Hello and welcome back to the Littlest Petcast. Today's episode is Penny for Your Laughs. Now, it starts off with another acronym joke, and it goes into the whole thing about explaining the acronym as opposed to just saying the words. And uh, I don't really like this joke, but it is a running gag, and we'll be seeing more of it in the future. But uh, enough about that. Uh, Pepper receives a package, and it turns out to be pistachio pudding shoes. Pepper puts them on to walk around, but she notices the pets are having more fun with the box the shoes came with. She asks them why, and the pets say that the um, pistachio pudding bit is getting old. And, like, Pepper doesn't seem to think so at first, but looking back on all the times she pretty much gacked everyone with uh, pistachio pudding, like, she realizes that it is getting old. When I say gack, I mean gack. Pistachio pudding is apparently green, and it's just Nickelodeon is all hack up in this. So, um... Blythe suggests she tries a new shtick, but Pepper just pulls out a pistachio pudding stick because she says she has sticks already, but they're filled with pudding. But then Blythe explains, explains, Blythe explains what a shtick is. This was a lot harder to say than you think. And, uh, like, Blythe explains, explains that a stick a, a shtick is a different form of comedy holy crap you try saying explain a shtick this is a real good workout for your mouth but anyway um Vinny then dances to explain what like different dances are is like a, a metaphor for different shticks, but then slips in some uh, pudding, and then uh, Minka plasters Vinny onto uh, an easel, and then when Vinny falls off, you can see his imprint, and then uh, Minka calls it uh, impression of Vinny or something. And then Blythe cleans it off, and then goes to school. Then in walks a drooling bulldog, and Pepper gets the idea to try insult comedy. Uh, she begins by insulting the bulldog twice, and then she insults Mrs. Twombly, and then the mailman who's there, and then she begins to insult her friend, with, starting with Sunil. And everyone's laughing at this, except for Penny Ling. Because uh, because she starts to raise some concerns about how this can seem kind of hurtful. But Russell's like, it's fine, no one, everyone's laughing. So, and then we transition to school, where in gym they're playing basketball and the biscuits are on the sidelines complaining about sports. And then when the ball comes to them, they start flailing it. And then 
there's this uh, really tall and merciless bully named V. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just appreciate a good Star Runner joke, and I could not resist. V is very tall and merciless. Some people are very tall and merciless. V is destroying San Antonio. Okay. So, V is very tall and merciless, and she starts bullying the Biscuits and everyone else on the court. But then Blythe takes it upon herself to stand up for the Biscuits because V is being incredibly mean. And uh, because of this, the Biscuits offer Blythe to be their BFF. Which, like, that's where the scene ends. This, this episode goes back and forth a lot again. And, yeah, explaining transitions, like I said in an earlier episode, I think, is really hard. So, back at the pet shop, Pepper continues to insult her friends. And Penny Ling is still concerned. But Minka goes with the old adage of, it's just a joke. And then back at the lunch table at school... Uh, at their usual table, Young Me says she forgot to bring a fifth mustard for her lunch. Sue offers canned cheese on a cracker like she's Polly Shore's character in a Goofy movie, which I don't know the name of. I just call Polly Shore. And that's because when I watched a Goofy movie with my friends, we just ended up calling him Polly Shore. And blaming him on all of the weird things that happen in a Goofy movie. Maybe I should start blaming Polly Shore for everything weird happening in Littlest Pet Shop. <laughs> and then uh, Jasper found uh, a painting of the Taj Mahal he did on a grain of rice. <laughs> and then, um, and then when Blythe sits down, uh, Sue says that there's a rumor going around that Blythe is the BFF of the Biscuits. And uh, Blythe tries to play it off like saying, oh, they're just overreacting. They probably forgot about it by now. But then a butler named Francois, as we'll find out later, but whatever, in get, sends an invite to lunch from the Biscuits, which reads that Blythe is cordially ordered to come sit with the biscuits for lunch and the invitation is made of real gold Polly Shore why is the invitation made out of real gold so Blythe tries to rationalize like sitting and having lunch with the biscuits even though she was cordially ordered to so I don't think Blythe had much of a choice, but her friends still aren't having it. So, uh, Blythe goes over and sits by the biscuits anyway, and there's an extravagant lunch with, like, a fancy tablecloth, candles, even though it's lunch and presumably noon. I don't know. Maybe one? And then, uh, 
They have like salad that's impressively made. They have sushi that's also impressively made. And the last thing we see is a 21 berry flambe. And Blythe being impressed with the 21 berry flambe and not knowing that there were 21 berries, uh, she tries to call for young me to see it, but they've already left because they're super mad about like Blythe sitting with the worst girls at the school. And back at the pet shop, Russell's playing a game and Pepper uh, interrupts with more insult humor where she sa- she asks about Russell's fear of marshmallows and then says it's probably because the marshmallows re- remind Russell of his belly and she continues to make more fat jokes about Russell and then she starts getting really insulting to everyone else as well and uh everyone's like hey can you stop it but then uh pepper like is like no relax it's fine and then tries to find let penny ling but then the pets are really trying to stop her saying like penny ling is really sensitive and you really shouldn't but then, like, Pepper finds Penny Ling and then says, uh, Penny Ling will laugh so much she'll cry, which, five second foreshadowing, something I'm really good at, actually, but whatever. So, uh, like, after, like, a few jokes at Penny's expense, and these are really hitting her hard because she's in that phase of insult comedy uh russell's like no you've gone too far and then penny ling cries a river and the rest of the pets try to comfort her but then pepper realizes her mistake so back at school uh Blythe is, again, trying to rationalize the biscuits and sitting with lunch with them. But they aren't having it again. And Blythe says she's going to cut it off, but then birds deliver her a tablet that sends her a video invite to come hang out. And young me and Sue have had enough of it and storm off because Blythe was impressed with the tablet and then a song happens no build up no nothing This it just happens and uh like and it's this song that turns Blythe into a villain where like the biscuits are saying, "Hey Blythe, come be our best friend forever, our BFF." And it shows off all the cool stuff that Blythe could have if she joins forces and becomes more biscuit-like. And uh, in the middle of the song, Francois begins to dance and just does a little dance, and the song ends up corrupting Blythe. And she becomes biscuit-like. And lets off an evil laugh at the end. Polly Shore. 
do songs have the power to turn you evil? I mean, I guess they do. Songs have the power to do good things as well, but I guess this is used for evil. Uh, Zoe and the rest of the pets try to comfort Penny Ling, but Penny Ling is still incredibly upset. Pepper also feels really bad about this and lets off a stench to signify her sadness. Okay, uh... So, back at the store, uh, Blythe is made up like the biscuits, like she's covered in makeup and, like, dressed in, like, some hot fashion or whatever. Not actual fashion, whatever. We'll get into that in just a second. And she also starts talking like the biscuits. And the biscuits go into, like, some glamour poses. Because glamour isn't something that's taught. You have to be born with it. Uh, and it's just that. That's like evil. And so they start doing glamour poses. And it's in these glamour poses that remind me of like brats or whatever. I don't know, like, the makeup, the style of everything just reminds me of Bratz. Like, I don't know, I haven't really seen too much of Bratz except for the Cat Icarus video on it and, like, maybe a few clips from a Saturday morning cartoon show they had on at one point. But, I don't know, like, the whole thing with Bratz just kind of irritates me. And, I mean, hey, props where credit is due, I guess. But, like, the Biscuits being Bratz-like is actually, like, something I'll compliment the show for. Because it's, like, it's not, like, the show isn't Bratz, no matter how weird Polly Shore makes it. <laughs> so, uh... And, you know, I, I like that about the show. It's not Brad's. I like that. And it has, like, some actually nice lessons about... And none of them are really about how much makeup you need or whatever. <sighs> Sorry, I just... I just don't like the whole Bratz, Barbie mentality of things. I mean, Littlest Pet Shop, eh, I can't really say it has that. It's its own brand of weirdness. That's why I'm doing this podcast in the first place. Like, I can't really say it's like Bratz in any way, because fundamentally it's not. And, like, the villains are bratty to begin with. And in their brattiness, they see someone and begin to insult them. Blythe laughs at their insult and begins to insult as well. However, she sees that it's Sue. And with that, 
Blythe begins to break from the spell the the biscuits had her under with that music. Oh, oh, great! First the biscuits can teleport, and now they have mind control music powers as well. How much more X Men can we get by the end of this? Uh, but at least Blythe and her power of friendship broke the music spell. So back at the pet shop, uh, Pepper tries to make Penny Ling laugh with like more traditional humor by falling on a banana, spinning around, and juggling Vinny, Sunil, and Russell. And h- how can she lift? Like, are all the pets just freakishly strong? Like, Russell can lift two human girls. And Pepper can juggle three pets. This is... This is weird. Are the pets X-Men? How many more X-Men are there? Oh, crap. Uh, anyway. But uh, it doesn't work, and Penny Ling is still sad, and Pepper's so sad. And then another song comes out of nowhere, but this song is a song sung by Pepper about how sad she is about making Penny Ling cry and about how sad Penny Ling is. And in the um, music video fantasy aspect of the song, like, it's about them just hanging out, but bad things keep happening to Penny Ling. Like, she gets hit with three different types of balls, a balloon pops, and she gets stung by a bee. I mean, they have a lyric about that thing with the bee, too. Even though it's supposed to be metaphorical. Uh, whatever. Back at the mall, like, Blythe is freaking out about seeing Sue. But then the biscuits are like, yo, like, isn't she like your old friend? Yeah, you sh- I can understand why you're hiding from her. But then Blythe fights back by saying that Sue's actually good friend and that the biscuits aren't. And she takes her choker off. Which, uh, I hope I never have to say that again. <laughs> and then just drops the choker like it's a mic. And then, um, the Biscuits are like, oh, you can't be serious, but Blythe's like, yo, I am serious. She's a good friend, you're not a good friend. But then they make the point of, you didn't seem to mind so much when we were giving you stuff. But then Blythe's like, well, I liked all of the stuff, but not you. And then she reiterates that, and then the Biscuits just hate her again and then order Francois to take all of her stuff away that the biscuits gave her. And then Sue comes over asking what happened and then uh, she explains the whole thing with the biscuits and then apologizes to Sue because she feels really bad for betraying her friends, her real friends, for a bunch of junk you can buy at a store. Wow, this is getting a lot more brass-like than 
I first thought. Uh, but anyway, uh, Sue apologizes on the two conditions that uh, Blythe never says BFF again and loses all of that makeup that makes her look like a brat doll. Uh, I am on a warpath with the brat. So Blythe stops by the pet shop and learns of the situation with uh, Pepper and Penny Ling. And, uh, like, she explains that something like that happened to her today as well. And Pep Pepper asks how she solved it. And then Blythe is like, I just apologized and it all worked out. And then Pepper's like, the apology? It's not funny, but I guess I'll do it. Which signals to me that Pepper doesn't know how to apologize, which is kind of weird. But she goes over and tries a jokey apology at first, but then Blythe's like, Pepper, and then she, uh, she actually apologizes with sincerity in her heart, and then Penny Ling uh, gives her a great big hug and accepts the apology. And uh, Pen Pepper and Penny Ling are friends again, and Penny Ling brings out a gift of, uh, of pistachio pudding pie, but then slams it in her face. And everyone has a good laugh at that, and that's how the episode ends. So, yeah, I actually like this episode a whole lot. It's it's really interesting, and I don't know. I think it's just nice and fun. It it has like important lessons about like friends and how you handle them and like even though like even though like the show's weird it still has like it's good moments and I don't know I, I think this is a pretty pretty good moment in it so that's it for this episode of the Littlest Petcast. Tune in next week for uh, Mean Isn't Your Color. Thank you.